to That Universal Podcast, a universal podcast for grown-ups from the After Dark and Connect world. There may be a few naughty words, so it may not be suitable for kids. Enjoy the show! Ho, 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 and welcome to another episode of That Universal Podcast. I'm Nick, and on this episode I am joined by... The two best pools in podcasting, Mr. P. Dubsville Washington. Hello. And also by Mr. D. Season's greetings. Season's greetings, yes. We are fully in Christmas mode. As you can hear, we're all jolly about Christmas. I don't know what it is. Like I'm I'm sitting here, I've got a a tree in the corner, lit up, decorations, very pretty. My wife has um, got a branch from, I think it's a holly tree, I'm not sure. She's uh, suspended it from the ceiling. There are baubles and there are floating candles um, hanging off of it. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I'm just not in the spirit right now. I don't know. This no, happened to me last likewise, year. I've got, <laughs> I've got decorations sitting in front of me, nothing left. It just it's just sitting there. Honestly, I've not put any lights on at all today. Right, right. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't know. I just feel that Mr. D is the one with all the festive cheer for the whole podcast. Mm, getting there. All the lights are up. Well, nearly all the lights are up. Decorations are up. Tree went up this weekend, and we've started watching Christmas movies. So we are now into our third Christmas movie. Oh blimey! Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. I, I watched. Yeah. I watched my first Christmas movie last night, actually, mm-hmm. which was um, Seasons Greetings. Right. It's a new one that came out on Hulu. It was supposed to get a cinema release. I think it got a cinema release in some parts of the world, um, but it's gone to Hulu in America. And um, it's um, a nice Christmas film about lesbians. Um, it's got a good cast. It's It was good. But you know when you're watching a film and you're like, is it supposed to be a comedy? Is it supposed to be a drama? It's, it was kind of a bit of both, but it didn't really now. It was it was much more drama than it was a comedy, and I'd have liked a few more laughs in it. Mm. But it's it's worth a watch. It's worth a okay. watch. It was it was enjoyable, but uh, yeah. So that's my first one. We watched a little bit of After Christmas the other day, which is I ignored After Christmas because it was one of those. Um, it's an Arden film, but it's, it's one of their uh, animated, computer yeah. animated films. And I didn't... Ardman to, to me, should be plasticine. So I'd kind of written it off. But it was actually quite good. But what was yeah. really weird... Have you have you both seen Arthur Christmas? Yeah, yeah seen it, yeah. It, it, like, prep and land... It's essentially prep and landing, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so weird, because um, I, I looked at when it was made and, and everything, and it was... It came out, I think, the year after the second Prep and Landing film. So I think it started production either the year before or the year that Prep and Landing came out. Mm. And the stuff with the elves was so similar. I was like, oh, that is a happy coincidence, isn't it? Yeah. But there's other films like that. I mean, um, the, uh, the, what do you call it? Oh, God. Texas Chainsaw uh, Massacre? No, there's other, there's like a live action film which is like that where there's like elves that are, they've got like night vision goggles and stuff like that, but it's it's older. 
I'm trying to remember what film it is. But isn't isn't Elf a bit like that as well? Isn't Elf got a bit of that sort of stuff in it? No, no, you don't. You don't. I'm see thinking of. I'm thinking really. of something else then. But yeah. there's, there's definitely a live action movie that's that predates those ones that's got similar ideas. Maybe the like, Santa Claus or something. Yeah, I was going to say it might be the Santa Claus. Yeah, it could be. Ah, yeah, I think ones. it is. There was, yeah, there was three of them. Yeah, yeah, they all mix up into one these days. Yeah, I've never seen the second or third. I've ever. seen the second. I've never seen the third. The third one, as much as I love Martin Short, it's a bit. Oh, Santa's had a had a baby, and and all sorts of things. It's not quite the same as the first two. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It was nearly a fourth, but we'll come back to that when we review Noel. Oh, oh, okay, interesting. Bit of trivia there. So that uh, that tease, very good tease, Mister Day. That is a tease mm. for our Patreon shows, um, which we released an episode of each one for Thanksgiving. I didn't even tell you guys I was doing that. No, no they just, just appeared in my face. <laughs> yeah, I just felt yeah. very giving for Thanksgiving. So um, we now have a universe. Like I mentioned on that episode, we now have a universal show. Um, we're two episodes in with new content. Um, and we're just discussing the third episode, which is going to be The Mummy. So if you want to join in with that, um, watch The Mummy uh, and make some notes, and we won't hear them because you're not going to hear The, <laughs> the Brendan Fraser Mummy, not the Tom Cruise one. Oh, yes, absolutely not. <laughs> That's such a weird film, that Tom Cruise Mummy. You know, I like Tom Cruise, but I just don't know what it. they were trying to get out of it. Yeah. So, so weird. And Russell Crowe, what? Yeah, yeah well, it, it was just a setup, wasn't it? Well, well Russell yeah. Crowe was supposed to be the Samuel L. Jackson of the franchise, yeah, wasn't it? He was going to be the yeah. one that like was the linchpin and keep them yeah. all together. So very, very strange. Um, yeah, so so the 1999 uh, The Mummy is what we're going with. Um, so yeah, so you know, please join us on Patreon if, if you haven't before. Um, there we are. We are going to um, do change the pricing in the new year. Um, we've got too many tiers at the moment. We're going to streamline those to make it much much simpler um, for for people. But um, I mean, there's loads of content on there, loads of, of previous episodes um, of various shows that we've done. So we're now doing a dedicated Universal one as well as a dedicated Disney one and a few other bonus ones aside that. So uh, treat yourself for Christmas. Get yourself a Patreon. Um, Right, I suppose before we start really getting into things, we should have started with what we're drinking. So, uh, Mr. D, what are you drinking? Okay, I'm on gin and tonic, but tonight we are drinking Tankery Sevilla, which is the orange-flavoured gin. Mm. And it's just kind of regular Schweppes, slimline tonic, you know who. I do need to get a bottle for that, maybe Father Christmas will treat me. Uh, Pete Ups, what are you drinking? Um, due to the fact that I now starve myself between eight, 8 in the evening and midday the next day, I am drinking water. <laughs> it's a clean choice. Yeah. Fuels the body, apparently. Um, so I'll make up for you. I've got my last can of... Are you going to make a noise or not? Uh, of Camden Hills. So, chin chin. Cheers. It's very cold. I'm not sure it's colder actually. That can are outside at the moment because I went out early and it was two two degrees. 
Mm. Uh, I told my daughter to school this morning, it was one degree. So very, very, very cold. Thank God I got a warm coat. Right, so um, let's have a look at what's happening around the parks. After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com. The home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.hhnunofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Okay, so I've got a few bits and pieces. Shall we start with the most Christmassy bit I've got? Yeah, yeah. So um, let's get out of the way. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, actually, there's two bits of news, but we'll go with this one first. Um, have you seen that there is a sixty-dollar VIP tour mm, currently yeah. at Universal? Yeah, actually, it's only fifty-nine ninety-nine plus tax. Oh, plus also, it's not even sixty dollars then, is it? Yeah, it's more than. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's called the Universal's Holiday Tour. And the tour gives you exclusive access to everything holiday at Universal Orlando Resort. It will be running on select nights. And Universal says this will take the Christmas festivities to the next level. You'll get exclusive experiences which include a special meet and greet with the Grinch. A private showing of the magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle. Special access to the Christmas tribute store. More on that in a bit. And a special gift just for taking the tour. And much, much more. I, I hate when they say a much, much more. Just tell what us. Why is that more? Why can't you just tell us? Yeah, just tell <laughs> us. What is it? You know, exclusive universal backstage air? Like, what does that mean? Hmm. Um, Universal's holiday tour will be available on select nights starting on November 22nd through January 3rd. And you can book the tour at the website universalorlando.com forward slash holiday tour. Or by emailing VIP experience at universalorlando.com. Pricing starts at $59.99 and doesn't include your park ticket. So be sure to have a two-part ticket that is valid for the day you want to go on the tour. So on top of that, you need mm-hmm. to have a two-part ticket. Yeah. Discounted for pass holders from, from $49.99 plus tax for pass holders. Fair dues. Um mm-hmm. I I don't I don't recall them doing something like this before. Um, I think that'd be quite fun. Yeah. yeah. To do really, I don't. Yeah, think... it's interesting because they they've done some different stuff this year, haven't they? Another thing we've we've not touched on is the um, the parade. You can now go and visit the floats when they're not being used. Huh. Okay. Which was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, so Tim Tracker went and did it the other day, and you can literally walk up. They've got a giant um, donkey dragon balloon this year, nice. and they've literally brought it down to ground level. So you're standing at the face of the, the dragon donkey thing. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like the parade. I mean, that, that's what I mean. Like, you know, 
it's surprising it doesn't say like you know a priority uh, access uh, viewing area for the parade or something well, I, you know i thought that was a bit strange and maybe that is one of the extra things but i just i just hate the fact they say it like that um but i don't i don't think 60 dollars is too bad for a vip experience i mean look there's not much there no. The bit I find really interesting, actually, out of all the stuff that I said there, was a private showing of the Magic uh, magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle. How yeah. are they doing that? Mm, I don't unless it's off the park's closed. But that's what I mean. Yeah, it sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's all <clears> I can <throat> think of as well. Yeah. Um, which would make, you know, that, that would kind of answer that question, but otherwise it just seems a bit strange. So... Um, yeah, I mean, you know, a, a special meeting group, the Grinch, must be quite good. I'm assuming you'd still have to wear your mask um, yeah. to, to do it, but yeah. I think that's the only way you can meet him as well this year. Well, probably, because I don't think they're doing many meet and greets, are they? No. Still. So, yeah. Although the photo they use is two people without masks <laughs> meeting the Grinch. They maybe should have updated that, just animated onto yeah. masks or something. Um but yeah, so I thought I thought that was interesting. You know, if we were there, um, do you think you guys would would do it at sixty dollars a head? For that price, yeah, I think I probably would. Just yeah, it's not just it's not outrageous. Just for that, yeah, just for that that showing of the the Harry Potter thing, it's mm. probably worth it. Mm. Yeah, you know, Craig would. Yeah. Craig would Craig would pay him eighty dollars for. Yeah, the thing is, like. The way I'm looking at it as well, $60, like when you compare that to, um, do you remember that Toy Story breakfast they were doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was $80. Now, okay, we're talking about something that gives you food to something that, you know, doesn't say there's any food included. It might be some canapes or something. But even without that, you know, that, that was designed to give you access, what was it, an hour early to Toy Story Land? Yeah. Or something. So that that was the main that was the main call was that you was gonna get exclusive access to Toy Story Land an hour before anyone else. This to me seems like a better a better deal because you've got you know, different things to do. Mm-hmm. You can meet the Grinch, you yeah. get to see the Harry Potter show, um, in a private showing, um get special access to the tribute store. Um, I wonder what that means. Um and a gift. I don't think it's bad value. I don't think it's mm-hmm. bad value, so I'd, I'd probably do that. Um, obviously, as you mentioned there, um, the Hogwarts Castle is now uh, in in Christmas mode. Um, that yep. started just before uh, Thanksgiving, didn't it? I think the week before Thanksgiving that started. Yeah. Um, but it, it always looks impressive. Mm-hmm. You know, I would yeah. like to see it. Yeah, yeah, literally, I was I was talking about them today to, to my little boy because we've not seen it, and I was like, I'm "Gonna have to find a way." Because the one night we're staying at Universal on our next trip, I'm doing Halloween Horror Nights, so I'm still not going to see one of them. Yeah. So I'm like, we're gonna have to find a way to get to Universal earlier in the week when Halloween Horror Nights isn't on for me to be able to actually see it. Yeah, yeah, I would I would really like to see it as well. You've seen it today, haven't you? Mm, not the castle show, no. No, 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 no. We saw the we saw the nighttime show um, on the lake. Um, yeah, for Halloween. I don't know why we didn't. Oh, I think no, it was you just saw Celebration Spectacular, didn't you? That's right. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But no, I think it wasn't on the nights that we were there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That does seem to be the problem with it. You know, unlike Disney, which seems to like try and do fireworks every night if they could. This does mm. seem to be a little bit more uh, random. Yeah. Which is uh, which is strange. Um, does anybody understand the squirrel in the tree? No, I don't understand it, and it seems to have become a big thing this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I I did not I did not understand this at all. Um, but he does appear to be everywhere, all over social media. I seem to see this bloody squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> I've got no idea. He's called L. Yeah, I didn't He's even know L. that until this year. No, no, I I didn't I didn't know either. Um, but yeah, uh, he um he hides in the the Christmas tree every year. Yeah. And uh, it says he messes with the tree's lights in a Grinch-like fashion. Now, to me, the Grinch would just nick the lights. Yeah. So he's not doing that. No. So, but apparently he's he's in the tree every year, and he's always in a different place in the tree. So, yeah. You know, if you saw him this year, you won't see him in the same spot next year. So, and this year he's wearing a mask. Yes. Right. As well. I think they've swiped that from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Because that, that was one of our Christmas movies that we've watched. That was the first one we watched. And the squirrel in the tree scene is probably the best scene in the whole film. I need to watch that again. Right, you swiped it. I'm trying to find him. Look at his picture. He's, he's pretty well hidden, to be fair. Hmm. Um... Even the picture from Universal is messing about with your minds. Uh, but yeah, so try and see if you can spot him. He looks a little bit like... Um, when I first saw him, I thought he was from... Um, what's the... Dudley Do Right? Rips of Falls. He looks, he looks in that kind of style. Right. Yeah. So, very, very odd. But, but there you go. Um, so yeah, keep your keep your eyes out for that. If you if you're in the parks and you look at the tree, but then all the all the stuff in the tribute store, he looks like he's from Gravity Falls. Yes, yes. Actually, now you said that, that makes much more sense. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know why, because obviously that's Disney. Yeah, I don't think Alex, Alex uh, Hirsch is, is doing anything for Universal at the moment, so no. yeah, it's very strange. Did we talk about the tribute store? We didn't. I thought we had. Maybe not. No, because the last the last one, Halloween, hadn't even passed. No. The last show, yeah. It was like, no, you recorded... before that? No, you recorded at the end of October when I was away. Halloween weekend. Jesus. How have we gone so long no. without having... Oh, I think we did two, didn't we? Yeah. Did one at the beginning and one at the end of October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We couldn't do the Patreon shows until the following week. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, so, um, okay, well, let's talk about it. Um, you know, we're used to talking about the tribute store for Halloween Horror Nights, uh, but this yeah. year they whacked up a, a massive uh, nutcracker <laughs> yeah. outside outside the entrance of the tribute store. D- does anyone actually know why it's called the tribute store? No. Well, that seems to be a hangover from Halloween Horror Nights, doesn't it? Yeah, but it doesn't even make sense to them, does it? 
What's the tribute no. song to do Halloween Horror Nights? Well, I thought it was like a tribute to previous Halloween Horror Nights, but no. I don't know what this one is. No, because if like when you go to the tribute store, it's full of stuff for that year's event, isn't it? There's mm. no like you know all the all the rooms are themed around the houses of that year. Yeah. So, well, if uh, if anyone knows the answer, get in touch. Mm-hmm. See if we can we can find out. Um. So yeah, so so this is the first year that they've done it. I mean, Universal like Disney has that shop at the top of Islands of Adventure, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, Port of Entry that is uh, like an all year round Christmas shop. It's normally where I get something on the way home. Um. But yeah, so. Uh, the first ever holiday tribute store, a brand new tribute store dedicated to holidays, will debut at Universal Studios Florida for the holiday season. It already has. Located in the New York area of the park, guests will come dashing through the store in a winter window. No, it doesn't work. Well, anyway, they come dashing through the store in a winter wonderland, it says. Uh, featuring four immersive rooms, including one inspired by Dr. Zeus's The Grinch. Start with a variety of new merchandise that will make perfect holiday gifts plus delicious seasonal food. Um, P-Dubs, you're normally on top of this kind of stuff. Have yeah. you actually seen the Christmas selection at Universal merchandise? Uh, I, I have. It's pretty much what you can get anywhere else in the parks. It's, right. <laughs> it's nothing new. Um, like There's a Harry Potter room and it's all stuff you can get in the Wizarding World. Um, the Grinch stuff. It's Grinch stuff. It's Christmas. That's that's what it is. It's it's normally what's in the the shops in Zeus Landing. Mm. Um, I didn't think much of it. Um, I think the treat room is probably the best bit of it. Um, as we talked about with the Halloween Horror Nights one, I think um, they have some great little treats in there. But yeah, I didn't see much different to what we normally see. There's even some bits that have got nothing to do with the rooms in there as well. Like they had some Back to the Future and Jaws socks and and things like that. Just stuff you'd put in a stock as a stocking filler and and stuff like that. But had nothing really to do with the rooms that they were in. It seems a bit weird, doesn't it? Because you would think if they're a bit like Halloween Horror Nights, if you're planning to do something, kind of go all out. Yeah. So if they were kind of like gonna double down on Christmas this year, um, because that's what they decided to do. And and look, I think using the tribute store for something else during, you know, another part of the year, another big season, makes a lot yeah. of sense, right? It's it's a fun shop to go around. It's always a fun shop to go around. So it makes sense to kind of make use of it out of uh Halloween Horror Night season. But to just fill it with the stuff that you can buy elsewhere, that seems yeah. like a Disneyland Paris move. Not universal, yeah. you know? Yeah. Just feels a bit cheap. Uh, it's a shame. It's yeah, a shame. it's kind of like a best of, I would, I would say. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Mr. D, I've just rattled through a load of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, was there any news that you wanted to pick up on? Uh, uh, I mean, there's some hotel news. So the Portofino Bay has reopened. I must say that does. I've never stayed there, but it does look like a, a really nice hotel. So that's reopened. And then obviously we're getting close to the Endless Summer Resort opening. I think it's the 15th of December. Um, the new part of that is going to open up uh, another 2,000 rooms. Um, so yeah, I mean, 
quite welcome that one because it's going to be quite a low price point. I think uh, from seventy nine dollars a night, so definitely, definitely on the value end. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to a lot of people, especially people like uh, UK travellers who stay two or three weeks um, at that sort of price point. It's, it's pretty good. You guys, any interest in this one? Where Where is it exactly? It was the uh, one that is. It's on Wet and Wild, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the other side of the road, if that makes sense. Um. It's a, it's a tough one. I mean, for me, it's always about distance mm-hmm. and, and how far we are. I mean, I love, and we're going to talk about hotels a, a little bit later on, so it's a good, good you mention this now. But, um, you know, we've stayed at Aventura. I've stayed at Cabana Bay. Um, I like the I like the distance they are from the parks. They're just far enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, they're about a 20-minute, 15, 20-minute walk yeah. um, to get to the parks so that's you know that that's probably about where i'd like to be i think mm-hmm. anything longer than that uh would, would probably be a bit too much i'm not and look, i'm guessing there'll be buses and, and and whatnot you don't have to walk but i would prefer something that was just a bit more straightforward but then saying that, i don't i don't know what the the route's like so maybe it is maybe no. i'm overrating it yeah, it it's nice to be to have that option of being able to walk, isn't it? I think, yeah. especially rather than having to queue for a bus or a boat. That's that was our problem with Aventura was that the boat there was just such long queues most of the time that we just ended up walking, and it was it was so easy to walk. Um, mm-hmm. so I think that just that little bit further out is would cause problems, especially for families. Um, yeah. I think it's going to cause more problems trying to get back. With only being on the bus route as well, not on yeah. the on the boat route, it doesn't really give you a lot of options, does it? No, I I, I don't think so. Um, I mean, the thing is, like at Aventure, because obviously we had to walk to um, Portofino Bay, didn't we? Yeah. To get the boat, um, if you're supposed to or not, I don't know. But um, the, the the thing with with that at Aventura, like there were buses outside pretty much all day long. Yeah, you know, if the bus had just pulled up, you'd have about a ten minute wait, which is about you know roughly half the walking distance. Mm-hmm. So that's how I'd kind of weigh it up. If I saw a bus just pull in, I wouldn't even consider it, just because I'm going to be halfway there already and it's exercise. Um, but it's you know it's good that they had that stuff laid on. So it it would depend, but I think having the option, and the other thing as well is although it is a little bit maze like. Uh, that walk to the hotels when you're kind of going through all this uh, foliage. Certainly um, in the dark coming back from Halloween Horror Nights. Yes, yeah, during the day it's not too bad, but at night it can be um, a little bit tricky. You can, it's easy to get lost. I think I got lost the first or second night going home. Um, but but you've still but it, but you've got a safe walkway is what I mean. Um, yeah. So that's important as well. So it would also depend on what that was looking like there. Um, so, yeah. But so, what are the prices again, Mister D? Uh, from seventy nine dollars. I mean, that is cheap, isn't it? Yeah, that is cheap. It is very cheap. Yeah, I mean, you don't know. Obviously, you don't know how many rooms or how many dates will be seventy nine dollars, but mm. it's still going to be very much at the value end. Um, 
and reflecting the fact that it is a little bit, you know, further out. No, no, it's not that far geographically, but I'm not quite sure what the what the sitch is as far as walking or shuttle buses or whatever. Yeah, hmm. be interesting. I'd like to hear more. I'd like to. Yeah. I'd like to hear a bit more when it does open to to get more of an idea. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you know, it sounds good. I mean, I, I like. Um, you know, I like things like Cabana Bay because it's a bit fun and, mm-hmm. and you know, you've got that stuff there as well. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, for me, uh, it's, you know, it's just having a clean room and a comfortable bed. Yeah. You know, the other stuff is just extras. I mean, wh- when me and Craig went to Cabana Bay, the only thing we did there was go to Starbucks. We didn't use the pool. We didn't use the um, the lazy river that's there didn't do the bowling or anything like that do you know what I mean all of that stuff was there but we didn't have time to do it so you know for me I just I just want a clean room and a comfortable bed and and anything else is is an extra which I will try and endeavour to do Um, so I would quite happily downgrade if it meant that I got those two things Mm -hmm. but I missed out on other features yeah so I know some people can't go to a hotel without a pool you know, that's a deal breaker for them, mm. but it wouldn't. It wouldn't for me. But. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to have that stuff. I mean, the only the only Universal Resort I've stayed in was the Cabana Bay, and I thought it was great. I really liked it. Um, but I would like to try some of the others. Um, maybe not this one if it's if you can't walk to it because I think walking, being able to walk is important to me as well. Um, yeah, shuttle bus fine, but. It's, it's good to be able to just have a, a stroll back to your hotel. It's it's just the option, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. having the ability to do so. That that's yeah. the thing. Um, mm-hmm. So cool. Okay, well, keep us posted on that one when mm-hmm. when it does open. That'd be good. Um, P Dubs, what about yourself? Yeah, there was no news from me. Uh, I've got my my letter section to do shortly, but yeah, no no news. Did um did we want to talk about the Velocicoaster? There's a couple of updates on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the first one, did you see the animatronics? No, I, I haven't. No. Saw the raid vehicle, but not the animatronics. Yeah. So that well, you've you've preempted the next point, which is good. Um. So there was a uh, I don't know, like an exhibit. Uh. I don't know. I saw the photos online, obviously, because we're not allowed to go anywhere. Um, but uh, the people making the animatronics of the new attraction were were showing them off. Um, they, these aren't ready by any stretch. They're still they're still working on them. They aren't painted or anything like that. But they do look quite creepy. They do look quite creepy. Mm-hmm. In fact, let's see. This is going to be this is going to be fun. They'll try and multitask. So I'm actually. This is no good for the podcast listeners because you're not no. you're not on this. But I am actually uh, showing off the images now to Mr. P. And, uh, well, both both Mr. P's. Um, can you see that? Yeah. I mean that's that's pretty creepy looking, right? I'm guessing yeah, they are quite creepy, I'm especially yeah. especially with painted. the tail laying on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, you know, they're not painted, are they? Not finished, no, so no. you know that doesn't help. But um, quite cute little ones. Um, mm. 
There's uh, there's a head of one. No yeah. eyes in it yet. Ooh. Actually, that thing in the background's quite scary, isn't it? Well, yeah, over the guy's right shoulder. From? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and some more jaws there. Not jaws of shark, listeners. Not jaws of shark. Um, and some other baby ones. So we're going to see, and you can see some other ones in the background as well. So it's not just going to be velociraptors we're going to see on this. Um, no. There'll be some other small ones. I'm guessing inside. I think there was there was some raptors outside the show building, wasn't there? Yeah. In the, in the footage. But I don't think... I think there'll probably be some of these more baby ones inside the... Um, inside the actual show building part mm-hmm. of, of the attraction. Um, but um, you also mentioned the ride vehicles. Now, firstly, I mean, they look they look good, right? Let, let's not pretend they don't look good, right? Because they, they do. But my, I think my initial reactions to them when you shared them in, in the group chat, P-Dubs, was Tron. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're just the wrong colours. Yeah, the, the, the description uh, that went along with them was like, um, you know, what well, is it? You know, this is uh, to do with iGen and you know, blah blah blah. But it just looks like Tron. This this mm. stuff, this black and blue, especially in the patterns they've got it in, that is what you could buy stuff from Tron Legacy when they were doing speakers and mice and stuff. That's what it looked like. <laughs> It just, it, yeah, it just, I, I, I felt like they were trying to get one up on Tron. Yeah. Because that's obviously the next big uh, coaster to launch at Disney. Um, But they do look sweet. You know, they, they you know, yeah. you can't say they don't look aesthetically pleasing. Um, But also, they to me, they look a bit too futuristic for the type of ride it is. Yeah. It's... A bit. It's a strange one. I'm looking forward to the ride. Don't get me wrong. I'm hoping it's ready by the time I get out there next year. Well, it's it's but due it... to open in, in the summer, isn't it? Early summer. Yeah. So it probably yeah. will be. This is like a major delay. I mean, they're, they're testing it already, aren't they? Yeah. I saw there's been some issues. The ride's got stuck a few times, but you know they are testing it. So that's, uh, that's and they've got birds nesting at the highest point as well. Are the ospreys still there? Are they? Yeah, keep coming back. They clear them and they come back. Oh dear, that is going to be a problem. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it it looks good. I mean, it it is scaring the crap out of me. If I'm if I'm honest, looking at it, he's already freaking me out. <laughs> I'm gonna go on it. Uh, I'll give it a go. I, like I was with the Hulk. It, for me, the Hulk was one and done. I won't do it again. Oh, I have really? no. I have no need to go on the Hulk again. Just didn't like the Hulk. No, just didn't. That more than Rip Ride Rocket. Rip Ride Rocket, mm-hmm. I was fine with coming off the Hulk. I just I did not feel good at all. Hmm. And I'll give this one a go. And if I like it, I like it, and I'll go on it again. But if I don't feel like I need to, I won't. I'm <laughs> going to be like one of those ones where I go. Do you know what? That's fine. I'm done. Yeah, I mean, Rip Ride Rocket, I've got to be honest, I didn't really have a, a massive urge to go back on it. I kind of, no. in a sick way, I'm kind of tempted to do it at night, which is when I wanted to do it in the first place anyway, because yeah. it looks really pretty lit up. But 
I mean that that first climb is just the worst feeling. Yeah, once that's done, it's fine. I mean, to be honest, once that's done, I mean, there really isn't much much else. No, you got thirty seconds yeah. of fun, and then you know some some awkward bit. It basically, it sounds like my sex life. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, you, I've got to go on it. I'm going to have to go on it. I'm going to be forced yeah. onto it. Um, if I'm there with Craig, so it's going to happen. But uh, yeah, it does look good. I mean, the, the video looks good. Yeah. I mean, I know it's obviously designed to look good, but yeah. So it's pretty intense, actually. Looks intense. Yeah, looks yeah intense, just reading yeah. the, you know, reading the, there's like, there's a, there's a specially designed bit where you've got like actual airtime. So you're kind of off your, off your seat, zero gravity. Nice. Um, and it's uh, I, I think it said it's the most severe drop in Orlando, so more than, but Red Rocket. Uh, so yeah, that must be the angle of it then. Yeah, I mean, whilst the the height of it, I mean, it does look very tall that that kind of section, but mm. there are bigger. Actually, maybe if they're saying Orlando. Maybe they're right. I don't know. I'm thinking like if you look at things they've got Bush Gardens, mm-hmm. they've got more intense things there. But that's not Orlando, is it? So yeah. maybe no. that's uh, maybe that's why. Um, yeah. But no, it does does look good. Um, mm-hmm. Doing some good stuff on it. So, um, what you want to talk about after you talk about this really scary new roller coaster is uh, the lawsuit that someone just got settled out of court. Breaking their neck at Volcano Bay. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. So, um, it was, uh, he got injured on uh, Punga Racers, which I think, uh, I mean, I've not, I've, I've never been to Volcano Bay. I mean, I, I went in there to buy my annual pass. That's <laughs> a good use of money. Um, but, uh, but I, I didn't go into the park itself. Um, but it was one of the the race uh, the race water slides. I think one of the ones you sit mm. in, um, like one of the kind of boaty like things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, they ruled in September that he could uh, claim for damages, and he has. So it's now been settled out of court. I mean, Volcano Bay just, I, I don't know. You hear a lot about Volcano Bay, doesn't it? Don't you? Yeah. Uh, we did like it. We thought it was good. Um, only been the one time. But uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, I don't think it's as themed as the Disney water parks. Mm. Um, you know, where it is, you're still, you're still pretty close to the resorts and the main theme parks. But it has been well done. There's some good, some really good water rides if you like water rides a couple of quite intense ones which which i tried quite good um what did you break your neck on i didn't but you know i had a couple of good wedges i wonder if i could sue them for that <laughs> um but yeah I, I i thought it was a good water park you know i thought we'd we'd food there and the food was good um yeah i thought it was pretty good good attempt yeah, I mean, it's I mean, more fun than, um, oh, what's it called? What's the um, Aquatica? Yeah. That was a bit of a damp squib, which yeah. I think is one of the name, names of one of their slides, isn't it? The damp <laughs> squib. Be. 
could be. I've never been to Aquatica, but I mean, I think it's one of these things where if you weren't staying on Universal property, I'm not sure I'd go to Volcano Bay. I'm not sure I'd travel for it. Mm. But if you're staying on property, it's a, it's a good addition and it makes the whole resort, you know, that much bigger because you've got two theme parks and a water park now. Yeah. Um, so you you can extend your stay now more than before uh, by a little bit extra. So I think it's a good addition. It looked pretty from our bedroom window. Yeah. Yeah, so true. Yeah, we had, me and Craig were overlooking the volcano in Cabana Bay. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not massive on on water slides anyway. So you know, it, it is what it is. I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't go, but I wouldn't choose to go myself. If I was with other people that wanted to go, I would go. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is worrying. You know, it's a new park, and they've had that many. Um, well, there's been at least 73 injury claims since 2017. Yeah. I wonder what Disney's rate is. I mean, it is the sort of thing where, you know, you can run and slip, you know, the stairs to go up and down. It does the potential for an accident, not not even on the ride, right? Mm. Um, and then there's, yeah, there's definitely a potential for, for somebody to get hurt on the ride. Um, but if you're gonna, I don't know, if you're gonna go on those sort of raids, you know, you, you kind of you sort of know what you're getting into to some extent. I mean, you don't expect to get hot, obviously. But, but this is, I mean, this is this is what I don't like about water parks. Anyway, is the mm. fact that you know when you're on a coaster, you're you know in a vehicle, you've got restraints, you know. <sighs> Whilst you can still get injured on a ride like that, the safety features yeah. are, you know, a, a lot more concrete. Yeah. When you're talking about water park, there's so many variables. I mean, when you're going on to, we did one at um, Aquatica, which they've got a similar one to at Volcano Bay, where you sit in these kind of like rubber rings, but it's not like a single person one. It's one that's got multiple people. Now, they have to try and you know get those weighted out. Mm-hmm. But it's unpredictable because you know water can spin you around. Yeah, you know you just got to hit it at the wrong angle, and suddenly you go flying up. You know there, there's a lot less, um, there's a lot more ways you can get hurt by a complete accident on a water attraction than you can do on a roller coaster. Yeah. So that's what I don't. I've never been comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I never did. Was um. What's the, the big one at um, Disney? Summit Mount Plummet. Spushmore? Summit, well, Summit Plummet's the biggest one. Yeah. You know, my wife did that. I saw her do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw what happened to her after she did that, <laughs> uh, which is why we had to leave the park. No, it wasn't It wasn't that. It was uh, her red head I started to uh, to run. <laughs> so, so did we. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just looked at that and was like, no, you're right, thanks. I really, I mean, that that's quite a, a safe one, really, because you are just going down a long tube, aren't you? It's pretty intense, though. Oh, that, no, no, that's no that's I know. The scary bit, yeah, yeah. The scariest bit is is that on that one, it's different from Volcano Bay. The one, the, the, the really bit intense ones in Volcano Bay, 
you stand inside a tube and then the plexiglass front closes and the floor drops away. So that's kind of scary when you're waiting for it to drop away, but but you don't have any control. It just happens. The guy hits the button and it happens. But Summit Plummet, you have to lie on your back, you have to cross your feet, and then you have to shuffle forward and literally tip yourself off the edge. Mm. Right? That's pretty scary. That's a little bit more intense. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't mean it wasn't like that. What I meant was because of the design of it, it, it yeah. seems more safer. Yeah. Not yeah. less scary, but certainly safer. Yeah. Um, than some of those other ones, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Not get me on that. Um, <laughs> I just have one more bit, which almost feels like a non-story, but it's being hyped up as one. So um, there was a comment made re- recently by Thierry Coop who's the uh, CCO and uh, Senior Vice President for Universal Creative, who confirmed that the Wizarding World of Harry Potter is going to get bigger. Uh, His quote was, we're not done. You think about what's happened with Harry Potter in the past 10 years beyond our theme parks, The Cursed Child, The Eight Movies, Fantastic Beasts, uh, The Mobile Game, Wizards Unite, The Wizarding World is not resting. It keeps building. Now... We kind of knew that, so that's not a a kind of comment that's a surprise. I, I suppose what is is the fact that where we thought that expansion was going to go is is grounds or halt. Yeah. So does that mean that they're looking to expand it in the two parks? You know, we've got now, or is that because I, they, I, they had plans, didn't they? Before the third part was going ahead, they had plans to build, build the ministry. Mm. Uh, I think they will probably just go ahead with that in the same way that they're going to go ahead with the original Nintendo plans. Mm. Yeah, I suppose. So, yeah, they're, yeah. they're still talking that it's going to happen. So, um, you know, that's not, that's not rumour. That is from... You know, somebody you can probably bet your your house on. So it's you know, I suppose a question now of when and and where. Yeah. See, I mean, wh- wh- where have they got to expand, P Dubs? Not sure. There's a, there's that hot, there's the theatre, isn't there? I suppose they could always take down Fear Factor. That's right, pretty much next to the Wizarding World, isn't it? Yeah. So that's an option. I know people are going to go, oh, what about Halloween Horror Nights? But I I think that show is pretty much done anyway. Now Bill and Ted's gone. The, the dance show isn't overly popular. Well, I think they could just do away with that show completely. And yeah, for reasons that, well, that, that we done. won't go into. That, that show yeah. is done. That's not coming back. Yeah, uh, we have uh, and I don't, discussed that. It ain't coming back. Yeah, and I, I honestly don't know what else they can do. So yeah. just tear down Fear Factor and build on that. Yeah. Because for me, that's it's a waste of space most of the time. I've never yeah. seen Fear Factor. I don't intend to see it, and um, it takes up a large footprint. Yeah. It, it does, but it's got, it's still got a 
you can't just plonk something somewhere because you've got space. It's still got to... I'd like to see a map to see where Fear Factor kind of crosses over with everywhere else to see if they could... There's, there's nothing in between. So, so you're they could easily just expand that. Yeah. Hmm. You just expand it across that bit of bit of land from the end of Grimmauld Place. Or does it go in your third gate? Well, that's there's it. A, there's a separate third area. How long do you wait? Yeah, but that, also that's as well, Fantastic Beasts will be done. But if you, the thing is though, like you don't want to put. You're, you're going to have to put Fantastic Beasts there. You can't put Harry Potter into a third park. You know the thing that makes this work at the moment is the fact that whilst you've got Hogsmeade and you've got you know King's Cross um, and Diagon Alley, yeah. you've got a train that takes you between the two. Yeah. And yeah, I know obviously you don't have to take the train. You can get there other ways, but you know it's well themed. So it, and it works as two locations. Yeah. yeah. So I. But don't, what I don't other locations you... have you got from Harry Potter? Well, that's that's it. I don't think you got you've, you've got room for a third. So I think you're going to have to go down a Fantastic Beasts beast route. Um, the, the 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 fact they mentioned the cursed child is interesting. Because yeah. that's still set in the locations, isn't it? From, from the Harry Potter films, pretty much. Yeah. Even though it's you know obviously that everyone's older and it's now the kids and, and stuff like that, those characters, um, it's not really set anywhere new. So I don't think they can do anything there. I think it's going to have to be Fantastic Beasts. Um, hmm. Well, there you go. Anyway, that's that's. Oh, um, they so. use the Ministry again. Yeah, they use the Ministry again quite prominently in Cursed Child. Right. So you could easily do that, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But again, would you put it in another park? No, because it's London still. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. So you, you're 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 probably right. They're probably going to do that, and then they'll hopefully, um, you know, do something new in the third gate. If it, yeah. I think it's just a question of when. I think they have to. I think they have to have a third gate. Yeah. yeah, they will do it at some well, point. They've bought all that land now and they've started working on it. Yeah. So I can't say that they're going to sell Obviously it off. The pan- no, but the pandemic is going, to, is going to knock it back at least a couple of years. And that, oh, absolutely. That's worth everything. I don't think we'll see it. We won't see it for a decade. Yeah. Oh, God, don't say that. I can't wait a decade for it. <laughs> um, P-dubs. You wanted to start talking hotels. Hello, this is Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel. Interested in a universal vacation? I can help you find the best deal for your family. There are tons of options at Universal, and I can help you choose the best ones and help build an itinerary to help you maximize your time there. I make the plans, and you make the memories. Contact me at Wendy Prater at MagicalJourneysTravel.com. So we finished our City Walk tour. And now we're going to move on to the hotels. Um, so actually following on, we're, we're going to do the other part of Endless Summer Resort, uh, the Surfside Inn and Suites. Um, so it says, the feeling here is relaxed and easy with a cool surf vibe woven throughout. Um, it says 750 guest rooms. 
uh, including 392 bedroom suites. Um, it has a large surfboard shaped pool and splash pad, uh, fitness center, which you expect, games room. Um, and what I really wanted to dive into, and it's something we've been doing on a couple of the other shows, um, is actually looking at some of the food options that these hotels offer. Because I don't think many people really dive into into the hotel side of things. Um, no, so really. they've got two areas. They've got two areas. They've got the Beach Break Cafe, um, which is their food court. Um, and that's open pretty much all day. Um, it closes closes at 11 p.m. opens at 7 in the morning um so let's let's have a look at the the breakfast menu there's some interesting items for breakfast um so the deli station um we've got a bacon egg cheese croissant with breakfast potatoes which is eight dollars all of these are eight dollars in fact um a surf witch which is an english muffin with egg bacon a canadian bacon and cheese and you've got a ham, egg, cheese burrito with salsa and roasted potatoes. Now, the interesting one is they do a crispy chicken sandwich for breakfast, which that is pretty doesn't shout breakfast to me. No. <laughs> yep. Um, then you've got um, the combo and griddle favourites, which are available at the pizza station, which we'll, we'll touch on a little bit more, is the breakfast combo at $9, which is scrambled eggs, Chicken sausage, bacon, breakfast potatoes, and biscuit. Um, then you've got at seven seventy-five uh, the breakfast longboard, which is sausage gravy, bacon, scrambled eggs, mozzarella, and cheddar cheese. I'm going to stop you uh, right waffles there. Waffles at eight dollars. Oh, I'm going to stop you right there because I was going to get Mister Mister D to say his favourite line. <laughs> Blanking. Waffles. Oh. <laughs> In the morning, I'm making waffles. Well, they are here. <laughs> they certainly are. In the morning, um, I'm making do- chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's, that doesn't work as well, does it? No, it's not quite no, as good, it doesn't. It? So they are $8. They're Belgian waffles with maple syrup or strawberry sauce. Uh, and then pancakes at $7.75. Jumbo buttermilk pancakes and maple syrup and bacon. Um, We've gone through... Right, I'm, I know you're going to go through the next bit, right? Before you do. Yeah. We've gone through sandwiches. We've gone through yeah. the combo and griddle favourites. What yeah. am I eating? <laughs> yeah. What am I exactly. eating? Exactly. Everything comes with meat. Everything yeah. comes with meat. It, it's the most... Unless you go for the sides. Exactly. That's just madness. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can have a side of biscuit for a dollar. A side Breakfast of biscuit? Is, is that one half? <laughs> it just says sides biscuit. Uh, <laughs> Breakfast potatoes at $2.50. Oh, Would biscuit. you risk it for a surf side biscuit? Um, scrambled eggs at two two $2.50. Uh, in fact, the next two are two fifty as well. Bacon and chicken sausage. Um, then the kids, you've got scrambled eggs with bacon and biscuit, $5. Again, all $5. Um, Mr. D's favourite again, uh, waffles, or waffle in this case, um, $5 with maple syrup or strawberry sauce. Uh, buttermilk pancake, $5. I hope it's not just one, because that 
That's a lot of money for one pancake. Well, it says it says yeah. they're jumbo buttermilk pancakes in the one above. Yeah, and they're normally um, are they are they what they call um, not UFOs? What do they call them? There's a name they call them where they're really yeah. thick, really thick yeah. pancakes. So I wonder yeah. if I know it says jumbo buttermilk, but they don't call them that. There's, there's another name for yeah. them. Yeah. But so I wonder if it's that. I mean, if it, if it was that, if it was a big chunky pancake, one's probably enough. So yeah. There. And the last item for breakfast is the breakfast pizza. Um, again at five dollars, um, and that's served between seven a.m. and eleven thirty a.m. Um, as I said, they do pizza. Let's have a look and see what they actually do. Not a lot of choice when it comes to the pizza. You're either having pepperoni or cheese. Um. And, and it's only, it's only $10 slice. Yeah, it's two slices, so it's not even a full full pizza. That's $10 and $9, respectively. And you get a breadstick with that. <laughs> then you can buy a side of breadsticks. This is two breadsticks with sauce at $3.50. Um... <laughs> it's important to note, when, when they say breadsticks, they're not the breadsticks yeah. we get in the UK. They're not those little round... No crunchy things they are like crusts i suppose aren't they yeah um kids menu um they all come with low-fat milk chocolate milk juice box or small water pizza slice with apples and carrots not on the pizza thankfully um five dollars and mac and cheese again with apples and carrots at five dollars so not a massive amount of choice when it comes to pizza i will say though that reminds me, like back in the, it must have been like 1991, when turtles were at their height, you could get a frozen pizza, turtles frozen pizzas, and one of them had apple yeah. on them. What was that about? People complain about pineapple. You haven't lived <laughs> until you yeah. got apple on a pizza. So. Um, so then we move on to the sandwiches and salad. Um, California Cobb Salad at $11. Chopped lettuce, tomato, avocado, blue cheese, bacon, hard-boiled egg, and avocado ranch dressing. Um, For $11, again, is the Greek salad, which is mixed greens, olives, roasted peppers, chickpeas, tomatoes, and feta. Uh, Finally, something you can eat, Nick. Finally, something I can eat that I won't eat because I absolutely (laughs) detest olives. So and the next one you'll be all right then. Chick- chickpeas, chickpeas. I like chickpeas, but not not cold on a salad. No. No. Um, so you got the last salad is the chicken Caesar salad, at ten dollars. Chopped romaine lettuce, parmesan cheese, and sourdough croutons. Um, moving on to sandwiches, uh, ten dollars is the roasted turkey club, multigrain bread, oven roasted turkey, tomato, lettuce, bacon avocado aioli um then both at eleven dollars you've got the roasted beef for cassia um herb rosemary bread slow roasted beef provolone cheese caramelized onion and horseradish aioli and the italian ciabatta ham capicola genoa salad uh, salami even provolone uh red onion Tomato, shredded romaine, pepperoni, uh, whatever that is, 
and red wine vinaigrette. I think that, if I remember rightly, that's like a little baby pepper. <laughs> Strange. Um, yeah. Then sides, house-made potato chips at $2.75 and a soup of the day at four fifty. Um, kids, seems universal, have gone down the same route as Disney with Uncrustables, peanut butter and jelly. Um, at $7, that comes with apples and carrots and a turkey sandwich at $7. What's Uncrustables? They've got no sandwiches without crusts on. You just cut them off? Yeah. Make somebody make them for you, you lazy kids. Um, okay. Then you've got the grill. And let's oh, see what's on that. Um, well, you should be all right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you've got hamburger at $9, that's beef patty topped with signature sauce and served with crisp lettuce and vine ripe tomatoes on a toasted bun. Then you've got the classic cheeseburger, which is pretty much the same, um, just with some American cheese on it. You can add bacon to that for an extra $1.50. Um, then you've got the pipeline burger, which again is the beef patty topped with caramelized onions, bacon jam, um, cheese and lettuce and tomatoes on the toasted bun again. Um, that's $12. $11 is the mushroom and Swiss turkey burger. Um, turkey burger, caramelized onions, a mushroom, and a roasted chicken, ujas, um, with Swiss cheese on a toasted bun. Um, then you've got the plant based bar meat burger at $10.50. Vegetarian patty topped with house pickled cucumber and carrots, cabbage and cilantro with a sriracha spread on a toasted bun. Oh, well, bloody hell. It's taken all this time. Um, <laughs> and I've got to be honest, right? I mean, this is quite a big menu, right? Yeah. For, for one place. But I'm very shocked and disappointed at the lack of options. Yeah. You've got yeah. two slices of cheese and tomato pizza. Uh, you've got this burger here, and I mean to be honest, when I've had breakfast potatoes, they normally come with bacon anyway. Yeah, mixed into it. So, um, I, I I think considering the root universal and other theme parks as well, have gone down in in offering more variety. I think this is really really poor, really yeah. poor. Yeah. Um, Mr. D, before we go on to the next bit. Just because I heard the mushroom and Swiss turkey burger. Do you remember the um, the mushroom double Swiss at Burger King? Uh, vaguely. Never tried it, though. Any uh, good? I don't know. It was something... I always remember my mum having them. Um, Never been a Burger King fan. This is, yeah. this is like a conversation from Pulp Fiction, but... Um, <laughs> but no, always been uh, more of a, a Mackie D's. Yeah. He's, much, he's cheaper. Yeah, Burking Joey not that burgers, I go. But... Yeah, not that I go to Mackey D's that often anyway. No, but... but I know what you mean. Yeah, um, I mean Jesus Christ, we're we're in a day and age where Wimpy, Wimpy, yeah. are selling Beyond Burgers. Yeah, and this place has has two options out of like the all the things we've listed so far. Yeah, and no vegan stuff. Yeah, yeah. maybe 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 that burger. It does say plant based. Maybe maybe that is the the option. But everything else isn't even vegan. Yeah, yeah I'm not vegan. And, um, and let's move on to the chicken. Uh, of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we've got the Baja chicken sandwich at ten dollars fifty. Grilled chicken breast, totally sauce, 
pepper jack cheese, avocado, and bean sprouts. And then for ten dollars, five piece chicken tenders. Who wants bean sprouts on a burger? <laughs> of any kind. And that is a little weird. That's, what, that's your that's your token for the vegetarians, there, mate. You can have a chicken burger without the chicken. Yeah, just, have the, just, just the bean sprouts, please. Oh Jeez, yeah, what a weird combo. And for both of those, for just an extra four dollars, um, so for the chicken and the burgers, you can add a milkshake to your uh, to your meal. Um, the the only side available here is French fries at two dollars fifty. Um, again, the kids' meal come come with the drinks, three piece chicken tenders for six dollars. With grapes and carrots, that's much better deal than the five piece for the main meal. Yeah, I think um, so. Burger seven dollars and an all beef hot dog for five dollars. So because the kids again, the kids meals aren't particularly different, are they? No, it's, I mean it's pretty. It, it may be nice, but it's pretty yeah. standard theme park fast food, really, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I can tell you right now from our experience in Disney, Disney have really upped their game when it comes to counter service locations yeah. and menus. I mean, you I, know, look, seriously. I, I get this is a hotel, right? So I know that, you know, people aren't going to be dining here their entire trips, right? Mm. But we at, at the Aventura, well, actually, I didn't, but um, I think we all got food at the Aventura at least once Yeah, while we were there. I mean, I, do you remember? We, did we get? Did we get pizza? I got pizza. You got a pizza. I had a burger. Pray get a burger, didn't he? I think he, he went yeah. for the Impossible Burger. Yeah. Um, we wanted to try that out, but you know, there was there was food available, and it was you know, you there was so many options, wasn't there? There was a sushi bit. There was uh, yeah, obviously the pizza bit we mentioned. There was a burger station, sandwiches. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll let you go and talk about the uh, rotisserie. Yeah, this is actually a little bit better. Mm. Um, well, uh, I've, be I, found, I found one flaw, but we'll come to that. Yeah. Um, so you've got citrus roasted chicken at $12. That comes with cilantro, lime, rice, and grilled corn. Um, also $12 is the herb-crusted cod with roasted potato wedges and seasonal vegetables. Then you've got a daily roast that starts at 5 p.m. Um, for $13. <laughs> Uh, daily feature of slow roasted and carved item with choice of two sides. Right, um, now, yeah, there's only two the sides. Yeah, that's <laughs> the floor. You've got the a choice of two fries. sides, and you've got two sides. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the, the sides are seasonal vegetables at two dollars fifty, and roasted fingerling potatoes at two fifty. Um, so yeah, you get a choice of the two sides that they've got. Um, the, the kids' meals, uh, baked jumbo chicken drumstick. I'm guessing that's going to be like a turkey leg. Um, so it'd be bits well, no, I think it's like a, I different think it's animals like a, stuck together. Yeah, I think it's just a chicken drumstick. Yeah, uh, for six dollars, and also six dollars. There's a kids' version of the herb crusted cod. Um, and then there's a grab and go. I'm not sure what this is going to herb, say. Herb oh, there's quite a bit cod. on that. Herb crusted cod sounds like <laughs> the name of a pirate ship. Um, Yarn, herb so, custard, crud. I can't even say it. Big guys, yeah. They've been drinking too much grog. Yarn, uh, herb custard, crud. Get on board. 
Um, so we've got the grab and go as the final thing for, for this bar. Yes. <laughs> uh, fruit and yogurt. Yogurt parfait for four dollars. Uh, vanilla yogurt topped with fresh berries and granola. Um, a fresh fr- cut fruit, pineapple, cantaloupe, honeydew, three dollars fifty. Whole fruit. You can't call quid. something fresh cut fruit <laughs> when two of the fruits are the same fruit. <laughs> yeah. Um, then you've got whole fruit for a yep. quid. One whole strawberry, one whole grape, one dollar. <laughs> um, a granola yogurt bowl, six dollars. That's vanilla yogurt, a source of fresh and dried fruits and nuts. Granola and puffed rice flakes. Okay. Um, uh, Cheese and grapes with crackers for $4. Um, Then a few more options, I suppose, for breakfast. Um, The pastry case, fresh baked muffins, blueberry, banana, nut or chocolate chip at $3.50. Bagels, $2.75. Cinnamon raisin plain or whole grain with cream cheese. Um, Assorted donuts for $2.00. Uh, a croissant for $2.75 chocolate croissant for $2.75 can I have some sliced bread for 75 cents and cinnamon rolls at $4 Miss D do you remember sliced bread at, at like um, all star resorts we had them at pop sliced bread yeah you could buy like slices of, of sliced bread uh-huh. and it was like no the only way I can describe it is, you, you know when you get like a loaf of bread, like you get a Warburton's or something, other brands are available. Mm. But then next to the Warburton's is like the, the miniature versions of the same bread. Right. So it's slightly smaller. Yeah. It's that kind of size bread. So it's not like a full kind of English sized slice of bread. It's a bit smaller than that. Right. Um, and also we noticed it was always quite sweet in comparison. Uh-huh. But we used to buy them from the the, the like the cafe bit at the pop century uh dining right, area yeah. and and there was a toaster there for you to make toast mm, yeah but yeah i don't know if that's the same two dollars a donut you, you might as well just pop down to voodoo wouldn't you yeah exactly and four dollars yeah. for cinnamon roll you just go to starbucks or you'd go to cinnabon mm-hmm. yeah yeah so moving on to the bit that's probably more appropriate and bar um, so this is the pool bar, um, starting with cocktails. Um, you can Good upgrade these cock. You can upgrade your uh, cocktail to have a souvenir hurricane glass for an extra four dollars, or you can get a Bubba tub, um, which is the thirty-two ounce bucket uh, at eighteen dollars. Um, but these first ones are called bevies on the jetty. <laughs> that doesn't even rain. <laughs> no. No. Um, so the first one is the Silver Rider. Um, most of these are $12. Um, that's Castillo Silver Rum, Blackberry Brandy, Creme de Banana, Pineapple and Amaretto. Um, mm-hmm. Then you've got the Endless Summer Lemonade, um, Grey Goose, Vodka, Lemon and Thyme. Why? Um... <laughs> What's Thyme got to do with it? Sorry. God knows. Uh, the Surge, um, new Amsterdam vodka, lime, strawberry mint, and ginger beer. Uh, the Disco H2O, that's only $10. That's Tito's handmade vodka, Skittle syrup, lime, and soda. Right, um, one on, of the Jacksons on. made that. 
Hang on a second. <laughs> I've worked this out. All these cocktails, other than Endless Summer Lemonade, I believe they're all wet and wild, wet and wild rides. Yes. Disco H two O was, Brainwash yeah. was, The Storm was, Mac yeah. Five was. I never even yeah. went there, and I know that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the next one's the Mac Five, and that's ten dollars again. And um, that's Bacardi Superior, like rum, strawberry. Acai, lime, mint, and soda. Um, the Storm, back up to $12. Um, that's the Castello Silver Rum, Captain Morgan Spiced Rum, Orange, Pineapple, and Passion Fruit. The Flyer, Kettle One, Vodka, Blue Moon, and Apricot. Oh, hang on a second. Uh, vodka, Blue Moon, and Apricot. So that's that's vodka, beer, and, and apricot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, the brainwash back down to ten dollars. Uh, Diplomatico, Planet Rum, Passion Fruit, and Green Tea. Uh, the Blast, Aviation Gin. So um, Ryan Reynolds That's is serious. in there. Yep. Lavender Lemon Blueberry Soda, and the Twenty Eight North Eighty One West. Um, again, twelve dollars. That's Patreon Silver Tequila and Spicy Mango. Um, then we're on to the Frozen Surf. These are both $10. The Surfside Whitewash, Rum Haven Coconut, Rum Triple Sec Pineapple, and Frozen Red Bull Coconut. Peach on the Beach, <laughs> Invitation Savion Blanc, Vodka, Peach, and Lime. At least that rains. And uh, then we've got the 32 degrees and below that's available frozen or on the rocks. Um, and there, the Dawn Patrol decories, $9.50. Dunk, dive into a frozen decory and chill out. Run with a flavor of your choice strawberry, raspberry, watermelon, banana, pina colada, peach, passion fruit, guava, vanilla, or mango. And same flavors for the next one is the maxed out margaritas at $9.50. Pull up a lounge chair and sink your toes in the sand with a frozen margarita, gold tequila with a flavour of your choice. So that's all the drinks. Well, if you like, uh, if you like pina colada, you're right. <laughs> yeah, uh, they've also got some light snacks and a much better choice of pizzas. Yeah, bizarre. <laughs> so you've got starters and mixed green salad at four dollars fifty. All the starters are that price. Tomatoes, cucumbers, onions, and carrots. Caesar salad, breadsticks. Uh, you get four with some marinara sauce, and the cheese and grapes make an appearance again. Um, then the sixteen-inch pizzas. So we've got a classic cheese, tomato sauce, mozzarella, sixteen dollars ninety-nine. Pepperoni, tomato sauce, mozzarella, pepperoni at seventeen dollars ninety-nine. Uh, the Neapolitan at seventeen ninety-nine again. Crushed tomato, basil, and mozzarella. Uh, barbecue chicken, $17.99 again. Red onions and cheddar cheese. The works at $18.99. Tomato sauce, mozzarella, pepperoni, ham, meatballs, peppers, onions, and mushrooms. That's and the one for me. Thank you. Inch, <laughs> yep. An eight inch gluten free cheese. Tomato sauce and mozzarella at $10. And you can add an extra topping to any of them for $2. 
Uh, Neo- mm. Neapolitan is almost like the original pizza. Yeah. You know, pizzas traditionally didn't have cheese on. We've we've created that. Yeah. In Italy, it would be uh, tomato and uh, basil leaves. And yeah, that is open that. from 11am to 10pm. <laughs> yeah, slap some cheese on it. It's better, isn't it? I mean, we've improved it. Well, I'm, you know, what I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying nothing. But yeah, we obviously, we obviously did. Um, I did see though, talking about pizzas. Pizza does seem to be the, the thing here. So there is a pizza delivery service. Yeah, it's a, I, I, I don't really, I don't really get it. Why would you have pizza? Can't you just walk down to reception? No, well, not reception. Yeah. You know. And I haven't even got the robots to bring it up. No, that's true. We have done, we've done home or room delivery pizza at Disney and it was like a little tradition for us. So the night we checked in, so we'd been flying, we'd been up early, flying all day, get to the resort. You don't get in the room until whatever it is, 6pm, something like that. By the time you've picked up a few things from Walmart on your way to the resort and check in and all of that. And so while we were getting unpacked, phone the food court, Couple of large pizzas, four cans of Diet Coke, fantastic. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I just looked at the menu. It's pretty much the same as what you just described, actually. Yeah. Pizza's the same. Price is the same. Uh, starters the same. There are some desserts. There's a uh, mm. fresh fruit salad at four dollars. All four dollars. Cheesecake, chocolate cake, and two chocolate chip co- co- <laughs> And one beer. No one wants chocolate chocolate chip cockers. I've not had I've not had any alcohol in about six weeks. That's my excuse. Um the combo includes four breadsticks, your choice of one salad, one sixteen inch pizza, and two twenty ounce soft drinks. That's twenty four ninety nine, which I don't think is bad value. No, that's pretty good. No. Yeah, I suppose. Um Drinks, the usual, Coke, Diet Coke, Coke Zero, Sprite, Fanta, uh, Dasani, uh, or you could get a big Dasani as well. And this is the first time I've seen beer mentioned anywhere. There must yeah. be beer at the bar as well, but um, 16 ounce domestic, 650, Bud Weiser, Bud Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, um, your 16 ounce Import, Angry Orchard, Fat Tire, Peroni, Corona, um, your Trudy Hard Seltzer, Eight dollars. That's wild berry or pineapple flavor. So it's similar to like white claw and stuff that I've been having. Um, six pack of domestic for thirty, or six pack of imports for thirty six. Mm-hmm. I always think it's funny how they have like different prices for the beer brands. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't think that's too bad. No. So. Uh, that's that's it. Anything else about the the surf side? No, not really. I, I think I think it's going to be a a dive into the the services that they have that maybe aren't looked into as much as we uh, we would a normal hotel, I suppose, mm-hmm. or a normal hotel review. It seems to have been something that's forgotten with Universal. Mm. I mean, the rooms look quite nice. I mean, I remember us mm-hmm. talking about it when we first, uh, when it f- uh, first opened, 
Um, and similar to what you said earlier, Mister D. I mean, the the, the prices here start at eighty two dollars a night. Yeah. Um, that says yeah, that's that, good. That caveat is based on a five night stay. Right. I mean, again, the the one thing I'll say about Surfside, um, is that it is on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. So yeah. again, I don't know, and I can't I can't remember because Phil stayed there, didn't he? Yeah. Last year, and I can't remember if he if he talked about that. Uh, about about you know walking from there or anything, but yeah, I'd be interested to see to see that. Um, see what that's like. Uh, yeah, but the rooms look quite nice. Yeah. You know, they look quite up, up to date and modern. Uh, doesn't say anything about transportation. Uh, sorry, about, about walking. Self-parking is $15 a night. So it's a factor in. Uh... Yeah, I'm just sure I'll see. But yeah, I mean, it, it looks it looks good. It, mm-hmm. It's a cheap option, obviously. Yeah. Um, I would I would consider it, um, but probably not over the hotels that I've already stayed at, just because of its no. location more than anything else. But yeah, I think just that extra bit of money that you spend on like Cabana Bay would probably be worth it to be that bit closer. Yeah. And uh, uh, did you see early morning access? Few dabs. No, I didn't. No. Same as same as all the other hotels, it's it's got its early access. So I mean, at that sort of price point, it's that's pretty good, really, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah. You know, if your option is like a, a regular iDrive hotel, you know, a chain on iDrive, this is a kind of halfway house, and it? it's just not a bad not a bad option from a price point of view. And then you you're still getting some of the benefits of. You know, yeah. being on an on-site resort. I mean, it would for for me to choose a hotel like this, it would very much come down to price. Yeah. You know, I think um, I'm trying to think how much Aventura cost. I think it was about six. Oh, yeah, I think it might have been six hundred for the weekend. What was it, P Dubs? I can't re- honestly can't remember now. It I'm wasn't. Sure it, it wasn't loads. No, I'm sure. It, I'm sure it like all in. For flight and hotel, I'm sure it was about six hundred. Yeah. Each, so you know, three hundred odd each. So that'd be about right. So it, it would very much depend on what the the prices were. You know, if it was a hundred pound less, I'd probably consider it. Yeah. But if it's if it's like twenty quid less or something, then I don't think I'd bother. Not for the not for the saving. It's not worth it. Got the, you got the Craig's, Craig's Mass, haven't you, with that? Yeah. <laughs> working out how much your time's worth to you. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, it, it does look like a nice hotel. I don't think the food options are outstanding, and I think the location for that reason is probably not great. Um, But you can move everywhere, can't you? If you need to go to Walmart or something. Yeah. Maybe that's a bit cheaper. At four o'clock in the morning. Okay. Uh, was there anything else that anyone else wanted to talk about before we wrap up? No. That was good. it from me. Yeah. Disappointed. I was. Go- I had a really good segment. You know, all thought up about what we could do <laughs> for Halloween Horror Nights at Christmas, but that's gonna have to wait till next year. Okay. Because we're not going to record another episode before Christmas. I don't think. 
Or will we? No, we probably won't. Oh. If you do, it'll be special for you. But that's all we can say. Um, right. Well, in that case, thank you, P Dubs. Thank you, Mister D. Uh, thank welcome. you, most importantly, dear listener, for downloading this in the first place. Uh, it's very good to have you on board. Um, let us know who you are. Send us a wave. Don't send us a wave. That's stupid. Uh, say hello. Um, leave us a review on on iTunes or your podcast app of choice. And uh, if we don't speak to you before, have yourselves a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. And to all a good night. Use that time, actually. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network. Thank you.